When we were in our teens, 20s, and maybe even in our 30s, we'd sometimes ask ourselves, what will my life be like in 10 years? And be filled with hope and anticipation, maybe even confidence and the conviction that things will be better. Somewhere along the way, though, the question becomes something we'd rather avoid because we end up thinking 10 years, ugh, I'm just gonna be so old. We seem to keep growing more and more fearful. We know well enough that we need to change something if we want a future that is different and better from the present. But we also know too well that the world is not our oyster, so fear precedes any attempt or desire to change. Art creator Eon writes in her book, How to Draw Without Fear. According to my experiences, great feats are usually accompanied by fear. The journey is as tough as we fear, but we just have to remember one thing, that I am doing something really great. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Yuna with Sakone Jipyeongseon or Event Horizon. Now, I think this is a great message that I um, wrapped up the opening with to remember and look back on when the going gets tough because they will get tough. Just remember and think to yourself, hey, look at me right now. I am doing something really great, right? And even if the result is not as spectacular as you had hoped, making it through, right? Making it just to the end of a grueling journey, that in and of itself is a great feat. And the experience itself is sure to become a part of us and help us achieve even greater feats down the road. Well, in the meantime, right now at this very moment, though it is time to talk roll call. Our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. So tell me where you are and what you're doing right now as you're tuned into today's One Fine Day. While at it, don't forget to send in your song requests and also feel free to share your sayonder stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kong right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave comments on our posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. You can also text us here if you have a Korean phone number. Just text SHARP8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. In part two of the show, we will be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. So stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. 
I will be back with the roll call after this. Here's Paul Kim with New Day. One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now it's 5.23 p.m. And even though it's really nice and clear and bright and sunny, it's chilly. Got a little bit of chilly. We are it's still in the cold snap. Honestly, it wasn't as cold as I thought coming into the radio, but I think that's because I was expecting it to be more frigid. Well, that's good. Keeping our expectations managed well. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeoido, Seoul. Where are you? It is our global roll call time. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you are all doing today as you're tuning in to our show where are you? Tongsuk72 writes, DJ Lena, you look too cute in today's picture. It feels even colder than it really is because it got colder so suddenly. Be sure to dress warm so that you don't catch a cold. Yep, definitely. I think I overestimated the cold like I was mentioning earlier, which is a good thing because then you're like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. So I guess you have to just, you know, uh, expect the be- worst, hope for the best. Lim Tue writes, oh, I can feel the cold air from Seoul. Very warm in Japan today, but the weather forecast said it is suddenly getting cold tomorrow. I think spring will come when this cold goes, so I wore a winter sweater today. Is there anything you didn't do this winter? I'm going to look for things that I can do only in winter. Well, that's a very good attitude. I guess that cold snap is uh, leaving us and coming to you down in Japan. Well, be prepared. And I like that attitude of, hey, you know, before winter goes, let's uh, do all the things we like about winter before we don't have the chance. Well, you know, actually, I'm going to really miss my um, sheepskin boots. I really like them because they're very warm and fuzzy and really easy to put on and off. And I don't have to worry about what shoes to wear today because I just always wear their, those. So when springtime comes, picking shoes to wear will be a little bit more of a chore. Mogire Machuki writes hello from Kenya. I am following the program from Kenya's western region. A very cold morning here. Ooh, it must get so cold over there. Well, I hope that you are staying warm. Thanks for checking in. CH Lee writes, Irvine here. Hi, Lena. Hello, welcome to our show. It must be kind of late there. Touch in the world says, in Fukuoka, Japan. Ah, very nice, very nice. Thank you for tuning in and letting us know. Abudhuka says, in Austin, Texas, USA. Just came back home from work. All right. Well, you can put your feet up and relax and hope you are enjoying the show as well. All right. Got some really nice uh, all around the world kind of shout outs from our listeners. 
Now let's look at song requests. Yunmi Jang writes, It's another cold day. A while back on a warmer day, I ordered some orange-colored fuchsias. Although it's cold again and the weather doesn't feel spring-like at all, I opened the box expecting to see orange-colored spring inside. But rather, the box was full only of green flower buds. I still put them in a glass vase. Surely they'll bloom soon, right? I want to request BMK's 꽃 피는 봄이 오면. All right, a wonderful song, right? Of Before the Flowering Spring. Yes, that's what we've got to look forward to. Just got to get this last or few, one of the last few cold snaps left. And listener Ian King writes, Good afternoon, Anni. It was cold until the morning here in Busan, but it became warm again during the day. Is it really cold in Seoul? I feel like whenever I write a sayon, I write in the mood of writing love letters. I think about what to write, write, and then erase. Well, on that note, 오늘도 사랑해요. Oh, wow. Well, that's nice, um, sharing all of your thoughts and stuff with all of our, your fellow listeners here on the radio. Uh, I do think it got warmer during the day here as well, just because it's so clear and sunny. But I'm pretty sure that those really low temperatures will uh, be very felt, will be felt when the sun goes down. So, everybody stay bundled up. All right, listener Ian King had requested Chancellor's Angel yesterday, but we never got to play it. So I'm going to play that for you today, if that is okay. So first up, here is BMK with 꽃 피는 봄이 오면, when flowering spring comes, followed by Chancellor and his song Angel, featuring Taeyeon. That was Chancellor with Angel featuring Tan. And before that, we heard BMK with 꽃 피는 봄이 오면, when flowering spring comes. And it's coming soon. Now, we have a couple people who kind of thought that my um, hooded uh, jacket in uh, today's selfie on Where Are You uh, kind of had like a magician look. Lori Real 11 says, Hogwarts student. Okay, yeah, in our dress robes, perhaps. I'm not sure. And then J.S. Jerry 76 says, Today's picture is like a Mabopsa look, right? Magician or wizard look. Looking forward to spending magic-like hours with you again today. All right, well, I was just, because we were talking about the cold snap, and it, it was legit cold, so I'm like, ooh, here's a picture of me looking, trying to stay warm, looking kind of selfie. Conceptually, that was what it was. Listener Tepe Wern writes, Hi, DJ Lena. Yesterday I joked that Triple S could form two football teams, and guess what? My friend Mike heard the rerun, and this morning he messaged me on Zoom and told me that he laughed until his tummy ached when he heard my joke. Well, I didn't expect you and Youngday to find my comments hilarious, too. Mike said that he's so surprised that I can joke, and he asked me to show more of this side of me at work. I'm not so sure about that, because at work, aren't we supposed to be serious? Well, I'm glad I made you guys laugh yesterday. I hope my jokes thus far didn't offend anyone, though. If it did, I'd like to apologize in advance. 
Nope, I think that uh, there was nothing offensive uh, to anybody about your joke. It was a really cute... You know what was so cute and funny about it is because it was true. It's funny because it's true. Um, but yes, in terms of being... Um, having, you know, saying jokes and stuff and joking around at work, yes, there is a fine line. There is definitely a balance, right? Uh, you don't want to be oh so serious, but you want to show a little bit of your side. But you do want to still keep um, a professionalism, right, at work. That's true. So, yeah, you have to find the right balance there. So, yeah, you're on the right track. Leon the Lemonade writes, Hi, Lena, I'm Leon, who tuned into the show yesterday through YouTube. I will be singing karaoke with my aunt later as she's coming over to my house after having lunch with my mum. We will be having clay pot rice for dinner after that. So I'm guessing today will be a super enjoyable day for me. Song request, Sugar Rush Ride by Tomorrow by Together. I'm sad I could not afford to attend their concert in Singapore, but I'm happy that they just announced that they are having an online concert for their first Stop of the World tour soul. So I'll definitely be supporting them online instead can you please cheer me up with this song that I was hoping to see live in person? Oh, absolutely so. So glad to have new members coming in through YouTube. Please do spread the word. Um, sounds like a really fun day, like you said. Mm, delicious clay pot rice dinner. Yum. Sorry, I can't see that their concert, but you're not the only one. It's super tough to get their tickets. I heard that they're only releasing their um, tickets for sale here like days, mere days before their show here in Seoul. So um, really nice of them to offer an online option so we can enjoy them. They are live, not there in person, but you know, it's better than nothing. So I'm sure it's going to be great quality and you're going to feel like you're there. In the meantime, we'll all enjoy Leon's song request. Here is Tomorrow by Together with Sugar Rush Ride. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Listener Dashiki Gananamura says, Wow, I can leave a message easily. Kong app doesn't work on macOS, so you guys' YouTube so helpful. Thank you, KBS. My goodness, yes. Maybe we should have done this earlier, KBS. <laughs> Alicia Y writes, Ever since I got a call from my very concerned line manager a few weeks ago, where she flagged that my work hours have been disproportionately high for consecutive weeks, I started to find my work days significantly more manageable. Thought it was just coincident at first, until a meeting last week where a colleague wanted to hand me a task only for the account lead to tell me not to do it, unless I had heaps of free time in my schedule. Alicia doesn't have enough allocated hours to work on this. We'd get into trouble, they said. Turns out, my line manager and the COO had sent out warnings to all my teams to not exceed my allocated hours for each project. Honestly, it was a task for a fun upcoming event that I wouldn't mind being across, so... I've got mixed feelings. 
it is nice to have an overprotective line manager who cares about my mental health and well-being, but what if it's at the expense of missing out on some fun tasks? <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, not kosher for them to go over your allocated hours. That's not fair employment practices. So in that sense, yeah, you have to kind of draw the line and no need to FOMO, Alicia. That's fine. It's You'll have more time to pour yourself into and have much more energy into the tasks that you have. Have. Definitely so. So don't worry about it and you'll get plenty of fun events within your allocated hours. It's a really, really nice anecdote to know that you have uh, higher ups really looking out for you. That must feel so wonderful. Listener Jisoo Kim 0801 writes, The first thing I wanted to buy when I got a job was a drum set. Well, of course, not an acoustic drum set. Oh, your neighbors, thank you. But as I searched for the information on the internet, no one actually recommended buying a drum set for a private home, even if it is an electronic set, unless you are living in a detached house. Well, apparently I'm not living in the apartment, but still there are a few more tenants aside from my family. So I just compromised and bought a silicone drum pad instead. And actually, I am quite satisfied with it. It's much cheaper than physical drum sets, as well as quieter. Now, I am going to find some songs to practice. Actually, I tried your song, Naya Haru, and it was quite fun. There was many offbeats, though. I heard your song, Heya Jimin Wutwesayo, and it was popular among students who majored in drum. Maybe I'll try that as well. Oh, those are some, yeah, Heyajimen Mutasu is kind of fun to practice, I would think, um, in terms of the beat. Nayaharu is actually a little more difficult than you would think, right? Like you said, lots of syncopation. Really cool. Thank you so much for choosing some of my songs to practice on. All right, I'll be back with today's Parallel Universe after one more song break. Let's listen to No Reply with Dunnaji Annunnure, Endless Song. but not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track it's Parallel Universe. Today we have two songs that share the title, In My Life. First up is the K-pop song, In My Life by Kim Jong-seo. We've talked about this song already, even though it's a new release, on a number of different occasions on the show. Ever since Kim Jong-seo released it as a single last month, after seven long years of no new releases. He is a leader in the development of Korea's rock scene in the 90s, and he is the kunhyung or big brother, of K-Rock to this day. And he really proves it in his new single. 
And he uh, was definitely trying to kind of uh, show his love for the Beatles, and he showed that in his music- musicianship, in the arrangement, titling it In My Life. And it starts out like this. Can you hear the words of my heart? Can you hear the words my heart is shouting? Even though I call out tens of thousands of times, it doesn't seem to reach you. Don't you know that you're the only reason I live? I've been waiting for so long. Without you, I cannot be. In my life, you're my light. On such a green day, nothing in this world can beat my love. Wonderful. And the non-K-pop song I've got for you today is In My Life, but a rendition by American singer-songwriter Judy Collins. Since debuting in 1961, this Grammy Award-winning recording artist has been known for her eclectic tastes in the material she records, which has included folk music, country, show tunes, pop music, rock and roll, and standards. Her fifth studio album, entitled In My Life, was released in 1966, and it included works by artists like Leonard Cohen, The Beatles, Bob Dylan, and Richard Farina. The song In My Life was a Beatles number from the band's 1965 album entitled Rubber Soul, and the John Lennon penned lyrics go a little something like this. There are places I remember all my life, though some have changed, some forever, not for better. Some are gone, and some remain. All these places have their meanings, with lovers and friends I still can recall. Some are dead, and some are living. In my life, I've loved them all. This is one of my favorites, definitely, from the Beatles. Let's listen to these two songs back-to-back right now. In My Life by Kim Jong-sa and a wonderful rendition of In My Life by Judy Collins. In My Life by Judy Collins, and before that, In My Life by Kim Jong-sa. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. In part two of the show, our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia Yu will join me in the studio for OFD and chill, so don't change that channel. Stay tuned. Let me wrap up part one of the show first with one more song. Here is Isura with track nine. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill will be starting very soon. Professor Cynthia will be joining me here in the studio in just a moment. So if you're looking for a new Korean movie to check out, or K-drama, or even a new K-star to check out, first hear out what she recommends. But here is a quick song break to enjoy while Cynthia settles in here. First up, it's Yoon Sang with Taligi Run, followed by Ang Yu with Freedom.
At any given moment, countless titles are showing at the movie theaters and even more dramas are there for you to binge. When every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first OFD and chill. K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secret is out. Korean films are just as awesome. So whether it be film or TV, and if that one-inch-tall barrier of subtitles mean nothing to you, but you just don't know where to start, let OFD and Chill be your guide. And as usual, our guide, who is an expert with emotional tastes, it is Professor Cynthia Yu. Welcome to our studio. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you doing today? You know, it got a little chilly. So I, was, uh-huh. so I was really glad I was, you know, mm-hmm. I'm one of those sort of old fogies yeah. who still wear their masks. Yeah. Because I, you know, I often Oof. pass through the Hyundai with the big department store. Yeah, yeah. And I've noticed seeing all of mm-hmm. these young folks, uh-huh. you know, just... Maskless. Maskless, yes, which well. is nice. I mean, they're so cute. <laughs> no. But I kind of like wearing masks. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about this. Sure, you sure. Know. Mask or to not mask. Mm-hmm. 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 But... You know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when I take off my mask, sure. I mean, it's like filled with lipstick stains, yeah. makeup stains, yeah. and like runny nose stains, yeah. a lot of spit there, marks too. Oh, for me, the problem <laughs> is, is my skin is so dry because oh. the wintertime dryness. It is good for that, that too. As soon as I get home, I want to wash my hands, but even more than washing my hands, I just got put lotion on my face. And I just got to move my muscles because mm. it's just, it's so stiff. It's all flaking and all this kind of stuff. So Masks are good for that too, right? No, it's gotten, I don't know, it's gotten oh, really it's bad. Worse? Yeah, it's just feeling really kind of, I don't know, it's getting a little irritated by the mask. Uh. It broke out on my nose. <laughs> you never break out. I know. Mm. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think my face has been a little bit sensitive of late. And mm-hmm. now I understand when people who had skin problems due to the masks, how, are, how they're feeling and stuff. True, so. I understand. But yeah, yeah. but uh, I wear a mask just because uh, I like people not recognizing me. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's a celeb mask, right? Yeah, I love, I love the, una- the uh, anonymity mm-hmm. of it all. Um, but uh, yeah, indoor masks. I've been kind of um, experimenting with mask off for radio, but it just sounds so different to me. And so... Um, I'm just waiting to see whenever everybody goes mask off. Mm-hmm. And then until then, masks on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've already acclimated to my voice with the mask on, so it's like weird. Yeah, I don't know. I know. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. But I do appreciate it when, mm-hmm. you know, the air quality is terrible. That's or it's true. just like, oh, suddenly it's cold. It's suddenly it's and cold, windy. Yeah. The mask does help. A little mm-hmm. extra layer of humidity and warmth right on mm-hmm. your face. Yeah, I love that in the wintertime as well. It, it works. It works. Definitely so. Um, Taipei Warren is also like, oh my goodness, to mask or not mask? That is the question. We have Kim Jisoo saying, Yutha in Update 2000. Kyosunim, hello, hello. Yubin says, hello, Professor Yu and Lena. And Alicia says, hello, hello as well. Jung Sung is saying hi. Johnny4900 writes, hello, DJ Lena and Professor Cynthia. Did you ever cover glitch in an OFD segment? I just finished it, and I am craving a discussion about it. I was surprised how grounded in the real world it seemed, even while dealing with possible supernatural themes. The characters were well cast and entertaining, 
while still being relatable as oddball regular people in over their heads, determined to find answers without a good plan. I was especially enthralled by Nana's anti-glamorous aesthetic and her odd couple energy with the main protagonist. <laughs> it sounds just like, I remember when I'll, when I'll watch a show and then the first thing I want to do is like, um, I have to discuss it with Cynthia or, mm-hmm. or somebody else who's watched or a friend. I feel this vibe from Johnny. I love mm-hmm. that we are like the go-to here and right. you're the go-to, OFD yes. and chill, uh, to discuss um, well, something, K-drama. or K. I love supernatural stuff. Me you know? too. I Me mean, too. truth seekers actually sure. came the British that's right. Yeah, that was so that. fun. Yeah. It was yeah. so devastating <laughs> when they got rid of it after <laughs> when they got just rid of one it. season. Yeah. Some of the supernatural themes mm-hmm. don't have this wide stream appeal. Um, to answer Johnny's question, we did not cover Glitch on OFD mm. and Chill. Well, not yet anyway, but it might be included in a future you know, concept. Yeah, it is a fave mm-hmm. genre of both of us, right? That's true. We That's do enjoy true. it. So. And you know, I'm actually a little surprised how more often than not, K-dramas, even though they do seem to be grounded mm. in reality, always do kind of insert a little bit of truly unbelievable, <laughs> either very They're, unbelievable yes. or like... Like some cyborg in li- there. Yeah, some, a know. little bit of supernatural in always there. Always time slip, you know, st- storylines are very popular. Oh, time slips storylines seem to be even more popular right now mm-hmm. for some strange reason that just seems to be everywhere. Time slip without the multiverse thing, right? <laughs> yes. It's always very linear. Yes, it's exactly. very like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's just uh, no no cause or effect. Right. <laughs> oh, except for a groundbreaking um, series mm-hmm. a few years ago that dealt with that a little bit, but mm-hmm. not in the sort of sure. the, the current multiverse Oh, sure, trend. yeah, right. No, but, I yeah. mean, uh, you and I being mm-hmm. longtime science fiction fans, we know that the time travel is always oh, black it's very fraught. hole. It's mm-hmm. super fraught. The <laughs> logic just never reconciles. So nope. beware, beware. In any case, um, we're going to set that aside. Thank you so, Johnny, for, so much, Johnny, for your feedback, Uncle. I I feel your need to discuss. <laughs> um, definitely. So, so hopefully, there's someone on Kong on our Kong chat who maybe discusses it, or on our YouTube channel chat now, which is available for you. In the meantime, though, we do have um, a subject uh, subject matter that Cynthia did bring in. I said emotional taste because I was so stumped by today's. Um, mm, it's main, true. Not main topic, but the first uh, show we'll be talking about. So I just looked at the title, English title, and thought, well, there's a lot of emotions in that phrase. Yep. <laughs> so that's why it's emotional taste. Because the title of the show that we're going to talk about is... Love to hate you. Love to hate you. The Korean title is Yone Dejan, right? And I looked up Dejan, and there's because there's so many different meanings. I'm guessing battle or war. Yes, it's kind of like War of the Sexes, or War like, of the Sexes, War know, of yeah, yeah, War of the Roses type right. deal. Oh, sure, or like the battleground of love. That's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Love to hate you is a really equally catchy English yeah. title there going on. I mean, it just came out um, on February 10th mm-hmm. on the major. You know, OTT site, and I didn't have like when I saw the trailer, it's yeah. like cheesy, yeah. cheesy. Uh. I just saw this on my splash right. home screen last night, going, Not another one, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Another wackadoodle, not wackadoodle. If I watch it, I'll get sucked in, I know, but another rom com, that's and what I thought. 
even throughout the series, you know, the kind of... Um, Not the practical effects, but the special effects mm-hmm. that folks use with their phone and their mm-hmm. screen sure, activity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just seemed really kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. The music at times seemed really silly as well. Yeah. But apparently, yeah. that's kind of a throwback to older dramas oh. that a lot of K-drama fans have sort of picked up on. So it's a little actually deliberate. Yeah. Oh. But I guess I'm just not as deep. <laughs> Deep in the lore. You know, there's a limit to my deep dives in Korean dramas. Like, I'm kind of at the kiddie end, maybe, you know, in comparison to the folks who love K-dramas for 30, 40 years. Oh, so there's a lot of meta-references that maybe we're going over some of our heads. Mm -hmm. Uh Aha, interesting. But this is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, you know, my... husband and I, we don't enjoy the same stuff. Of course, yeah. Um, Everybody has different tastes, yeah. But on this one, we both had a really hilarious time. You guys were on the same page? So we just turned it on. Mm -hmm. Okay, my husband did because he said, this is new. Let's Let's take a look. Let's check it out, yeah. And then we watched five episodes straight. Whoa. Crazy. That is crazy. And we laughed out loud. (laughs) And we also... Cringed. Cringed. Oh. <laughs> But we laughed out loud. That's wonderful. So I wanted to share with you and maybe, you know, kind of like folks who were kind of on the ledge. Like edge. me. Mm-hmm. Kind of on the fence. Very, very dubious. Give it a try. Give it a try. On the weekend. Because you might not be able to stop. Oh, my, my. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that is quite a surprise. That is yeah. definitely not what I expected. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It stars... The amazing Kim Ok-bin. Kim Ok-bin. I think this role was like sort of custom written for her. Really? Because it is a rom-com, okay. but she, the, her, the character that she plays mm-hmm. is really strong. Mm. It's really funny. Okay. So she can do all the like kick, kick mm-hmm. butt kind of stuff. Mm. You know, actually Kim Ok-bin is, has like black belts and it's trained in boxing, Muay Thai, mm-hmm. um, all, Hapkido. All oh, of she's a big martial artist. Arts. Wow, martial arts buff. and Plus, she also does athlete. car racing. Oh, she's motorbikes. a race car driver, motorcycle race. Yeah. Racing and, at that. Wow. And I think there are actually a lot of kind of side plots, storylines that mm-hmm. take advantage of her, her kind skill, of skills. And her skill set. Yeah. Wow. But she's also... hilarious. Oh, yeah? Like her yeah. facial expressions, mm-hmm. and she's so great with physical comedy as oh. well that we were kind of blown away. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. How refreshing, and also already, even without getting into the premise of the show, we have a really strong female protagonist who doesn't do the typical female things, you know? She's like an extreme sports and mm-hmm. adrenaline rush kind of girl, and also she can really, you know, kick your butt. Exactly. <laughs> If she wanted to. Yes. All right. Tepe Warren says, hey, 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 I binged this drama already last week, and My husband and I cringed together, too. I'm sure there was a cringy part. It is a rom-com, after all. Mm. Well, we're going to delve into Love to Hate You after our first song break. Here's Taylor of NCT performing from this OST, Lovey Dovey.
That was Taylor of NCT singing Lovey Dovey. All right, getting already getting us into a rom com kind of mood here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a comment about um, this drama, Chung Sung mentioned apparently this little trivia. They paid um, homage to uh, a motorbike scene from John Wick. Mm-hmm. So there are, it does seem to be a little bit of. Yeah. Wink, winks, nudge, nudges, little shout-outs in the way that they produced this. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the production team is um, top-notch. Mm, oh. There's Kim Jong-gwan, who's okay. worked on lots of um, fun um, comedies like mm-hmm. and movies like 화성으로 간 사나이, 바보, 동감, and the drama 거짓말에 거짓말. But it's mm-hmm. the writer, Che Soo-young. Oh. Because... I mean, there's some really hilarious Spitfire dialogue in this drama. Ah. And it's because she's worked on, uh, you know, great sitcoms like Old Miss Diary. Oh, that's right. This show has produced a lot of talent. Yeah. Our favorite Park Hae-young from my Liberation Notes is an alumni, right? Uh Of course. And more recently, Mm -hmm. Che Soo-young has worked on, you know, Ne ID and Gangnam Mi. My ID is Gangnam Beauty. I see. So she's been in the game a long time. Yeah. So you could kind of see how maybe she would have put in these sort of scenes. Right. Memes. Just from her sheer experience. It's right. like a private joke even to herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have the very learned K-drama viewers who get it, who pick right. up on it. Interesting. <laughs> All right. What What is going on here? Love to Hate You doesn't all really right. give away any of the premise at all. Yeah, I mean, it already starts with a bang. Mm-hmm. Um, in the opening shot, you see uh, Yomi Ran, mm-hmm. um, the character played by Kim Ok-bin, mm-hmm. just, you know, sauntering down the street. But okay. she sees mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. being mugged by another bad guy. Oh, no. So she takes him down. <laughs> and even after she takes him down, mm-hmm. she keeps sort of... Kind of going at him. Going at him. A little so, excessive there. Right? Mm. So she becomes a real viral sensation. Oh, somebody filming that, of right, course. Of course. Of course. And Im- immediately mm-hmm. in the next scene, you see uh, this other female character, mm-hmm. Shin Naun, played by actress Ko Wan-yi, mm-hmm. saying, oh my god, there's... Miran again. Oh no, again. And again, what do you do? Do you just like go out? Or, yeah. or, she didn't say Batman, but uh-huh. you know. Right. Vigilante. Right. Are, you, are you going out looking for trouble? Are mm-hmm. you Are you looking to do this? Or, okay. Right. And the first episode is mm-hmm. basically a setup of her character. I see. Right. Her, her, her story. Her story, her development. Right. I think we need some time to introduce her because she seems a little bit not atypical yeah, of she, a K-drama rom, romantic comedy heroine. Right. She, you, she kind of, you know, seems like a man-hater, right? <laughs> like a little bit. But of a first. certain kind. And you learn sure. that she grew up in a very kind of... Her father is not, not a good person. person. I mean, he he's a bit of a comical figure, but mm. he is a total jerk. Mm. A very authoritarian, yeah. misogynistic character, yes. right? Wow. So you think... Some of her um, mm-hmm. personality character is in rebellion to him. Right, Very, right? that kind of informed her identity. Right. Mm. Um, but, you know, um, she's a lawyer, and I believe she went through a few sort of financial difficulties, so mm. she has to apply for a big entertainment law firm. Okay. Oh. Which is looking to hire a female lawyer because one of their biggest clients, mm-hmm. an actress, wants a female lawyer to I represent see. her. But they like don't have her. any on hand. None at hand. <laughs> Sounds which, like real life. 
I mean, like, yeah, all of the lawyers are men. Yeah. The owners are men. Actually, the supporting characters, mm-hmm. the owner of the law firm yeah. and the main partner mm-hmm. lawyers, both of them are kind of hilarious okay. because one has a really strong Gyeongsangdo accent yeah. and the other has a really strong Jeollado accent. Oh. So when they get together, wow. sometimes I turned on the English subtitles. Just, just to figure out what they were saying. Just to see if, you know, the translation was sort of on point. Right, right. Not, a, not really. Not really on point. Not no. really. Which You're is barely real. getting the gist. I know, that's always sort of the sad it's thing. It's too tough. It's just tough. I don't know, like, couldn't they, like, sort of situate them, like, as a Texan or something? And maybe, like, Kentucky. (laughs) Sure. They could do, like, you know, Southern drawl or Southern, Southern, you know, colloquialisms and stuff. Put in a few yaws in there. Sure. You know, know, to just get the gist. But then it doesn't work that well because that's specifically North American. And we're kind of, they have to cater to an international community. That's true. But I think... I think we're all intelligent enough all around the world to know that, you know... They are very comical, right? right? So it comes across... And we know that Mm -hmm. there is some sort of local flavor going on. Mm. We don't know what it is, but we know it's there. Right. So yeah. I'm sure I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure our OFD and chill listeners kind of already get it. Right. They get they get it. It's Sakturi, it's you know, it's a yes. regional pigeon. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so Okay. So back to the story. Yarmi Rang becomes mm-hmm. uh attorney at mm-hmm. this law firm that also represents this big star. Mm. Nam Gang Ho, who is played by the, the gorgeous Yu Teo okay. actor. Mm-hmm. And um but he has a little trauma of his own. Oh. You don't get a lot of his backstory early on. No. Because the focus is on Yamira. Right. But later you realize mm-hmm. he had this horrible relationship breakup and mm. maybe even his parents mm. who divorced and blah, blah, blah. So he has this kind of, um, I wouldn't say misogynistic, but he's pretty close there. Mm-hmm. He hates women. He hates women. He hates women so much mm-hmm. that... He's really turned off by women. Right? Mm-hmm. That before he does sort of his love scenes yes. or bed scenes yes. with women, he has to test it out on his best friend, best friend slash uh, CEO of his management company, uh-huh. played by the actor Kim Ji-hoon. Okay. So they have to like practice deep kissing oh. <laughs> bed scenes beforehand okay. so he can kind of get acclimatized right. you know, ready for it uh-huh. that's how bad it is for him wow but his bread and butter is are these rom-coms sure because he's like he looks like a gorgeous, model gorgeous yeah. right mm-hmm. um, so that's the premise okay you know this two leads uh-huh. who hate kind of each other right right okay and, but of course mm-hmm. they'll fall in love oh yeah <laughs> And run into a lot of kind of sure. escapades sure. and problems sure. and scandals. Uh, those <laughs> those story, um, mm-hmm. the plot devices mm-hmm. are really thin. And we saw them like miles, miles away. away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, again, definitely so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going into it. Knowing what you're getting into, right? right? You're not, absolutely so. So you know, you guys are fully warned. Mm-hmm. All right, next song break is another song from Yone Dejon or Love to Hate You soundtrack. Here is Mion and Uki of Yoja Either performing Sweet Dream.
That was Sweet Dream, performed by Mion and Ugi of Yoda Either. Some really cool um, 80s synth going on there as well. And it is included on the soundtrack of Yone Dejun, Love to Hate You. And this was a four OTT produced uh, drama. So already we're looking at a shorter run than the typical K drama we, we yeah. are seeing. So that's a little better. Mm-hmm. Right? Totally bingeable, 10 episodes. Very bingeable, right? 10 episodes. Yeah, and it's just laugh out loud funny. I mean, the only kind of weak link was, yeah. unfortunately, Yuteo, oh, who, really? who played the, the romantic lead. lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was very serviceable yes. as the romantic lead. Sure. And sure, I mean, he started out yeah. his character as someone who's gone through some trauma yes. and finds mm-hmm. it un- find- he's uncomfortable mm-hmm. around women, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, you know, everyone else is so... Darn They're funny. just so good. When he's up against Kim Ok-bin, mm-hmm. she just dominates because ah. she's just hilarious, right? right? Wow. So, so in, I'm so intrigued. So good. Yeah. Um, and then he, when he's up against um, his best friend, played mm-hmm. by actor Kim Ji-hoon, okay. who I think kind of um, broke out. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not just Koreans, yeah. but I think even like... Um, overseas mm-hmm. uh, fans mm-hmm. and critics have mm-hmm. noticed what a great actor he oh, is nice. and what a great comedic talent mm, he is. That right. first scene when they're sort of <clears throat> practicing how to... The practice kiss? The practice kiss. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it is a little cringy because you're thinking like friends, yeah. you know, the, yeah, yeah. the kind of... The <clears throat> the scenes that don't age well haven't <laughs> aged well from friends, right? See, the sort of homophobic sure, sure. humor, right? Sure, I see, I see. But mm. Kim Jun is yeah. just he's just so so good. funny. Wow, interesting. So, uh, you know, some of my friends actually thought, is he the lead? <gasps> oh, right. So that he's just sustained scene stealers. Yeah. It's not so much that Yuteo is a not a good actor. It's just that he he's just up against such sharp blazing talent that and, poor yeah, guy <laughs> poor guy and maybe yeah. you know they sort of directed him to be the straight man character well, there, right? and that's true you know maybe he needed he mm-hmm. needed to play the straight guy to play against these yeah, yeah these fiery talents mm. apparently he um, researched Hyunbin's character in Secret Garden Oh, remember interesting. Hyunbin's character was a little kind of straight. Yes, you know, very straight. Quite stiff. Square. Right? Mm-hmm. And the comedy really came from the situation. That's true. Right? Okay, so it could also be the angle that he was playing. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, actually, a, f- a girlfriend of mine um, yesterday was, mm-hmm. um, you know, messaging us, saying in our group chat, yeah. you know, she's never seen a character like Kim Ok-bin. Oh. I, I guess in K-dramas. In K-dramas. Because she's so, uh, you know, kind of free sexually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, She's not conservative. Mm-hmm. She also, as we mentioned, kicks butt, you know. Mm-hmm. Black, Into martial arts in and right? of itself. Not, not typical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drinks like a fish. Drinks like a fish. It's kind of what we talked about. Sort mm-hmm. of like that idea of sort of toxic masculinity right. in Korean society. Mm-hmm. But now kind you of kind turned of, on its head. Right? In mm-hmm. a female version. Ah, I see. I see. But mm-hmm. she's... That character is still anchored in a mm-hmm. sense of justice, right. right? And you know she knows good from wrong, right? Right. right. So okay. I actually thought, you know, and I told her this. I think she's actually a combination mm-hmm. of 
the three women characters from s u k u n d o s h i oh, Yojader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember we talked about that drama? Very M's. The three friends. M's, yeah. The three friends. Mm-hmm. They drink like a fish. Yeah. They swear, swear like Sailor. fishermen. Yeah. Swearing <laughs> like sailors. And yeah, and they, you know, have one night stands. Mm. They meet men right. freely. Right. Very, very modern, mm-hmm. sort of. You know, K, Sex in the City. Right. Very, very, not really, but kind of, you mm-hmm. know, just, yeah, just to put it in a little bit of a broad category. And you feel like she's an, kind of an amalgamation yes. of those three characters. Yeah, because there's an ye- ego, ego character. Very affectionate side. Right, and then mm-hmm. there's sort of a kick butt right. character. I won't, I won't, you know, mm-hmm. I won't be taken advantage. Right. I'm going to stand my ground kind of That's side. That's right. And mm-hmm. then there's a very sort of more professional mm. Um, character. She's a writer in that series. Yeah. And I think she's sort of like an amalgamation of all those three characters. All right. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that, first of all, she's, you know, they had to take that some time with her just mm-hmm. because of the sheer dimensionality it seems like this character has and that uh, viewers are asked to kind of embrace in order for the story to progress and to, you know, be absorbed. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, Is it it doing well? Oh, my goodness. It is doing well. Um, You know, it came out on the 10th. Mm -hmm. And within a few days, it got in, I think, on Valentine's Day. It reached global second, like second on the global list. What? It actually beat physical 100 the next day (laughs) to keep its spot. (laughs) So, yeah, I think everyone's Mm -hmm. responding. I mean, a lot of folks are talking. have talked about, oh, the storylines mm. are kind of old or pretty thin. Yeah. But they're just, just like me and the right. rest of us, yeah. they're like really loving Kim Ok-bin's character. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. So even if um, the story is not groundbreaking or the premise in any way, shape or form, uh, the familiarity of the formulaic storyline kind of can it helps us enjoy, get that out of the way. We don't have to know what happens next. We're just enjoying the journey. Exactly. Enjoying the journey, especially through the characters. Mm -hmm. Great stuff. All right. Going to come back after one more song break. Here is Lisa with Love Will Find a Way. That was uh, Risa or Lisa doing Love Will Find a Way. This is from a drama that is going to be mentioned a little bit later. But uh, this is a great wrap-up, I think, um, statement. Cynthia agrees about Love to Hate You from listener Tay Paywern. This is a great drama to watch, to laugh out loud if you had a bad day at work. <laughs> right? Something Definitely. to just kind of kick back and relax to, mm-hmm. a little stress relief, right? Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. That in itself is already a really good kind of commendation there. Um, moving on from Love to Hate You, uh, Cynthia, you were raving and raving about the, this wonderful talent who is uh, kind of carrying the show, it sounds like, <laughs> to me, um, Kim Ok-bin-shi. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been around for a while. She <laughs> made her debut in an online beauty contest in 2004. An online beauty contest, wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she began her acting career with a role in The Voice, mm. right? y o g o g e d a m for... <laughs> Remember? Yes. <laughs> for which she was actually nominated for Best New Actress at both 
the Blue Dragon Film Awards in Peksang. Wow. So right off the right starting gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then um, over the years, mm-hmm. she's worked on television dramas like Over the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, more recently, I think, Arsenal, sorry, Yuna Street. Mm-hmm. And that uh, As is there, Yeondegi, mm. you know, which had some, was That's... a little bit. Right? Yeah. It was also very ambitious. That too. was very, that did seem very ambitious. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was in that. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But she's really famous for her role in Park Chi, mm-hmm. Park Chan director Park Chan Wook's, right. right? Mm-hmm. Where she played a vampire. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, also in Chong Byung Gil, director's mm-hmm. Ang Nyo as well. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned, she, you know, she has great physicality. Right. She has these martial arts training. And, yeah. You know, motorbikes and car racing. Wow. So, so she can do all of these like she could actually, action roles. She could be her own stunt woman. Right. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked out a couple of dramas. Yeah. Um, very different in, mm-hmm. feel, in mm-hmm. feel and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Over the Rainbow, which came out in 2006. Oh. Where, you know, it starred Chiyeonu, Seo Ji-hye, Hwan Yi, and Kim ok Wow. And they play these young folks yeah. sort of wanting to make it as, you know, in the entertainment scene. Ah. And you get to s- one fun part, apparently, is you get to see the fashion of the day. Oh. <laughs> 2006. 2006 already. That's mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Mid-2000s um, fashion. I can't believe that's going to be dated now. But I, apparently. I, I saw some photos. Yeah. It's really dated. <laughs> uh, she plays this aspiring pop singer, which, oh. you know, mm-hmm. required her to sing mm. and master, like, breakdancing moves. Oh, wow. So, which was very difficult for her. I can imagine. But, like you said, she has that background. That physicality. The martial arts, I think, yeah. from a young age, too, right? right? It was just something that she did. And mm-hmm. So, had that physicality learn. Mm. Right. Wow. <laughs> I know. Um, the second drama that I wanted to also mention mm-hmm. is called Yuna's Kori, mm-hmm. Yuna's Kori. Mm-hmm. The English title is Steel Heart, but you might find it under Yuna's Street as well. Okay. And it came out in 2014, and this was a 50-episode series. Oh. Right, 50 episodes. So is that, they call it the Yunsook? Yonsook drama, right? Um, I think it was. It only played on Mondays and Tuesdays. I think the station was sort of experimenting, Mm -hmm. breaking out of its the usual sixteen or twenty episode format. Okay, Um, but it just went on continually for for fifty episodes. Fifty episodes. Wow! Do any of our listeners remember this in twenty fourteen? It was penned by Kim Eun-kyung, who's very famous for. Seoul의 the Moon of Soul, mm-hmm. that came out in 1984. Yeah. Right? Um, Seoul Tukbegi. Yeah. These are actually classics from the 90s. Yes, classic. <laughs> classic K-drama here. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it got rave reviews, and I think sort of the, uh, you know, even um, even famed writer Kim Soo-yeon, yeah. right? The oh, dramatist. Oh, yes. Said this is the only drama that she was watching at the time. And it made her proud to be in the same league or industry as this writer. Wow, that is Kim some <laughs> extremely high praise right? to get from a one writer to another. Right. One incredibly talented wow. and popular writer to <sighs> another. <sighs> well, Kim Ok-bin plays this daughter of a pick- pickpocket mm. um, who is already, you know, 
has quite a long rap sheet. Okay. And but she's trying to you know go straight mm-hmm. by working as a part-time barista at a friend's cafe. Mm-hmm. But sometimes she goes back into her old habits. Mm-hmm. She lives in this multiplex house with a sort of ragtag team of folks, you mm-hmm. know, including ex gangsters, a call girl, and a day laborer. You know, okay. these sorts of. Mm-hmm. Folks that you don't really see on Korean dramas as much, Very true. right? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of the, um, I don't know, the fun and drama comes yeah. from this sort of interaction between these characters. Wow, interesting. A, a little bit of not so much the underside, but the kind of underrepresented side that's right. of Korean society or any society that is mm-hmm. present. And they're going to go and um, like look at the underdogs right. um, and kind of develop their characters and formulate a story around them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it was called Yuna e Kori, Yuna's Street. Mm-hmm. Now, though, I mean, you got to really love Kim Ok-bin to do the 50 I episode. These, I mean, actually, when I read, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of got into it and I was trying to research some where to where I might you know, stream this series. But yeah, 50 episodes is quite an investment. It's quite an investment. But if you are kind of really taken by her and you want to do a little bit of a retrospective, Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's worth kind of visiting and kind of doing a little digging. Yeah. Maybe even uh, YouTube clips will even suffice. Right. Sounds like a quality show. It does. It really mm-hmm. sounds like it. Um, I like how you don't give away too much of the plot, but already the premise kind of sets up a lot of human drama that mm-hmm. um, might occur. I am a little curious as well. I'm finishing up my long run drama. <laughs> uh, so when I get down to the last season, maybe mm-hmm. this will be another one. We'll do a little research, find it on streaming somewhere. But yeah, two quality um, kind of things, aside from, of course, the Pak Chanok movie, where right. you can see her there, featured mm-hmm. there as well. Uh, but here she is kind of kicking butt on the OTT ratings yes. with Love to mm-hmm. Hate You as prize hit. Uh, if you are like me and you just see rom-com after rom-com after <laughs> rom-com, uh, we're so glad Cynthia was able to kind of filter those out and pick something that is really worth our time to check out. Yeah, it's a whole lot of fun. Hi. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up from Cynthia. Thank you so much for this week's recommendation. I hope you have a wonderful week and stay warm until the cold snap passes. Thank you. You too. All right. And oh, it's almost going to be time for your school to start. So enjoy (laughs) the rest of your vacation. We'll see you next Mm -hmm. week. All right. Taking Cynthia out from the Over the Rainbow soundtrack. Here is Honey performing tomorrow. We just listened to Honey performing tomorrow from the soundtrack of the drama Over the Rainbow, bringing us to the end of today's One Fine Day. Join us again tomorrow as we take a musical trip back in time to explore oldies but goodies for our Wednesday segment, Kayo Top 10. But for now, let me say goodbye with another power vocalist. Here is Park Hyushin with his song, Kintana. It's all right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Thank you.